0: We're learning Daf Mem today, and we'll start at the bottom of the page um, of Daph Mem, of on the bayes, just to give a little bit of a recap to sort of get what's going on over here. So... Um, Gemara says we are starting at the words Amr le Rav Achabar Bai Ravina. So if Achabar Bai says to Ravina, Bishlam la Bai. I understand according to Abai, Dhamma Pligi, who says that they argue, Shapir, that works. So Abai's take of that they're arguing fits, but El Rav Adam la Pligi, so why a Amuad Nukma Batam? Why would they talk about a muad? And not about a time. So just to give like a little bit of background. Um, so the question is, is basically the first Brisa. Um, let's get a. I I mean, I guess to properly do this, we have to give it a little bit more information here. Okay. So let's find where to start this. Okay. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> the question is, um, uh, we have two Bryces. One price says um, that Shaw uh, is really going back, sort of to the top of the page, but it'll indulge me a bit. Um, it says that uh, uh, that if the owner of the bull uh, lost his ability, his his mind, so to speak. Um, or they went overseas um, so basically they cannot become a mu'ad. The said that you you appoint a uh, trustee so to speak and in front of the trustee can be um, they can be established if however the person gets better so then um, one opinion is Yud Ben in the name of is that he goes back to becoming a T'am Um <laughs> Once they're back in of sound mind, and Yossi says they remain whatever status they, they became. So um, so that's the story. Okay, and um, the question is basically the source, the core question is, is does the domain change, so to speak, or ownership or responsible party change um, revert? They the, revert it back to being a Tom or not, according to Sumchis, it does. According to Rabbi it does not. Okay. Um, okay. So basically, so Abayi's opinion, more like saying if you if you uh, if you go with Abayi's position that. Um, there is a mach locus over here which is what we saw that by his opinion is is that um, um, the case is that it, the first price that he was a muad um, because he can't be talking about a tam that you have an apotropis for a tam because that that's not true basically um, and therefore it's talking both talking about a muad and it was not being prote- watched at all and the payment is khatinazik of a mod. that's the way a buy would learn but according to rava who says that they're not even arguing and basically they both agree that you need to put a a a trustee even for a time so then why would he say that it's talking about a mud you could pay, say it's talking about a time that's the question that the Gemara is asking so amulir vakh bayakulu Ravina bishlam la Tamar pligi shapi al rava pligi why would we need if there's no dispute why wouldn't we be talking about a time in that first case so either um, so either two answers one idea is is that uh, we're talking about where you did only a minor meaning a minimal I'm sorry not Rebuda Rev uh Rev, it's Rebbe Yehuda. Um, and Rebbe Yehuda would say that you did a, a if you did a uh, a small, a, a, a minimal watching, then by a mood you're not responsible, but by a time you still have to pay half damage. Um, and you'd have to say that you didn't do any watching at all. Um, and where do we see this? position detaniel riblazovnyakov on the other hand with mode she shamsme khusa both Tam and word with minimal watching peturing you are already not obligated. and welcome aslan ribyakov ribyakov's khidish is the middleman the time looks we that even uh for a time an animal that has not established itself as a damaging animal collects from it, we set up a trustee so that you could collect from the animal itself. So, um, so that was the question. How, how would Rava explain this? Why, why have Rava talk about um, a and not Atam? So the Gemara answers. Um, this is the answer. This is what it's saying time. Well, yeah, there's one uh, that has actually two reasons. Since Rava holds that Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yudah are not arguing, so therefore, the that's what he said, it's talking about a muad and a shmir prusa, um, which teaches us a double thing. First of all, Rabbi Yaakov holds like Rabbi Yudah that um, I, that um, that a muad only requires minimal watching; doesn't need a high level of watching. And then, if you do that minimal level of watching, that to make it not just like closing the door, the the fence in front of it, that's sufficient to not obligate you for a muad. So that's one point that it's bringing out, um, and also the um, the time. Part of him, meaning the, uh, the the an animal is basically a combination of like there's half the animal is like a tam, uh, or like for half damages we look at it as a tam, and for the other half it's a muad. So if you did a minimal watching, so then you're only chayv for the tam part and not for the muad part because a tam needs to be watched better than a muad. That's the idea, and. um and also that you set up an apotropis even for a time to collect. So it's able to teach us two points, and that's really what the 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 difference is. Okay? That's one answer. Now if nommer, no, Rishus Mashani Kabinayu. There is a difference. It's the question of does the change of of responsibility from the trustee back to the original owner, the actual owner, does that change it back to revert it back to a time or not? He gone to have a mood, uh, like it was a moat already. And Then the cherish got his hearing back, the shota got his mind back. The al and the minor grew up. So that's the case. So Rabbi Yudes opinion is that it um, maintains his, uh, it doesn't change his status. And Rabbi Yaakov Sofer, just know, it does that the, it goes back and reverses back to being a Tom once the owner is back of sound mind and an adult, um, that's the two sides. So that's the that's the again really this whole piece was part of the previous staff and this is really the next piece of the today's staff. So we'll start here. Okay, so Tanaraban Apatropsim Apatropsim is Min Aliyah. When an apatropist the trustee pays, he pays from the Aliyah, which means from the uh, basic uh, from his pocket, so to speak, not from the animal itself. The aim is and they do not pay kofer should the animal have killed somebody. They're not responsible for kofer. So Mantana, um, uh, who is the Tana of this idea? Kofrur kapara. it's uh that it's the opinion is basically that Kofer is there to atone for the owner. It's like a payment a ransom payment that's available to atone for his sin. If he asked me, they're orphans, their children, they're minors, they're not subject to that need of kapara, and therefore there's no payment for that. Amrav Chizda, Rabbi Shmuel Benush, Rabbi So that Tana, who holds Kofar kapara, that that's and that would explain why there's no Kofar here. Um, it's Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Rabbi Yochanan B'broke, Tanya, as the prices says, What does that mean? You pay for the value, the value of the one who was killed. And Rabbi Shmuel, you pay the value of the one who damaged, meaning the one who's the owner of the animal. <clears throat> he gets evaluated what his sales value is, market value is, and that's the amount that he owes to the one who was harmed. So, seemingly, this is the dispute. The rabbinats say that it's a monetary payment. After all, he's paying for the loss, the value of the lost person, the person who died. <laughs> <laughs> <That it's anatomic. laughs> so, I'm a, no, uh, natural. Everybody agrees that Kofar is an atonement. <laughs> uh, and the machlokas here is in this. Okay? It's always an atonement. The question is, how do you evaluate what he needs for atonement? Do you evaluate based on the value of the person killed or the value of the, own, the owner of the animal? My time Where did the Rabbanan get that it's the value of the one who was killed? It says um, that it's applied to him a lowered further down in the text. Remember, she's further up in the text. Just like over there, we use the word she says, clearly talking about the one who was damaged. So, it's the one who was damaged. So, the payment is is going on the nizak. that's the way the rabbanan understand. The verse says, he gives the redemption of his soul, his soul. Meaning the nizik's soul, his value. For im Of course, it is pidyon nafshu kishaymina, kisha mina b'din True, this is the redemption or the 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 ransom for his own soul, but the valuation is b'din Is in the valuation of the nizik's value. So we have here um, a side thing. So Moshavech le Ravel le So Rava was. Um, praising to Nachman, but the Ravakabar Yaakov that bar Yaakov is a really great man, brilliant, um, and um, you know lauding his praises. So he said to him when you when you when he's when it comes to you, I'd love to meet him. I want to see uh, what he's like. So Gasal Gabay came to him. So he met up with Rav Nachman. So I'm really, ask me a Shiloh. Uh, you know, sometimes from a person's questions, you could see how sharp he is. So he says, ask me a Shiloh. So, so sure enough, Rav Achabri Yaakov had, in fact, a good question. What do you do when an Ach belongs to two people? Okay? Kate's a Mishamel Kopher and it killed, how should the payment of Kofor be meted out? Mishalim, high Kofor, high Kofor. Um, do they each pay for their, the full value? Uh, Kofor, Echad Maracham, one of Lashayi and it can only be one payment, not two. It only says single kofr. so that doesn't make sense that they're each having to pay for their full value, or for, you know, for the value of the deceased. What do you want to happen? Haichatzi Kofar. Haichatzi Kofar. Each one pays only half a Kofar. That's also not good Kofar. Shalom You only could pay full damage, not partial. I mean, full Kofar. There's a such thing as half Kofar, and each one here is only going to be paying half. Adiyasif kamaimba. So while he was trying to figure out an answer to that question, you know, there's another thing that's bothering me. There's a the Mishnah. It says erchin when somebody is obligated to make a, a obligated himself to make an erich donation to the basin makdash you force them to pay um to pay for their to for their donation you know so we force it out of him khatos vashamos but if it's a khatas and asham that they're obligated to bring those karbonashkin we don't force that Hive Kofrin my. What about Kofr what about Kofr? What if they're obligated Kofr? What's the two sides? Kiv and the Kaparahu. On the one hand, it's an atonement. Like a khatas, khatasvasham, dummy. It's like a khatas rasham, and Mikhmer Khamarilui, he treats atonement as a very strict thing, very, you know, after all, people want to be atoned. by and there's no need, it's not necessary to force it out of him or to make him pay. Odoma or on the other hand, given the since it's ending up in the hands of the deceased family, Mimonu will look at it as a monetary obligation. and it's not going to uh, uh, the temple, uh and therefore he doesn't treat it seriously enough, and he and therefore he need to force him to pay. Inami, or on the other side, after all, he didn't do that sin. It's only his property that did the damage. He doesn't. He doesn't think of it as very serious, and therefore, he needs to be forced. In general, regardless of the fact that it's going, but there's another reason to think that maybe he should. We should. Uh, we should need to force him because he doesn't feel as guilty, so to speak. Leave me, don't ask me any more questions. I'm already stuck on question number one. Don't confuse me with question number two. So basically he had a bunch of stumpers. Okay, brings us to the next thing. What if I borrow the animal with the established um, assumption that it's not a dangerous animal? To Tom. it turns out that it's a muad so the original owner will have to pay for the half damage and the shol will pay his own half damage who would be if it became a muad while the guy was still borrowing the animal and then he returned it back to the muad the will only pay half the shol part of the klum, and the shol doesn't pay anything at that point. Amar mar, so we said before. Shol b'cheskes tam benim tamud b'ayl mishal m'chazi nezak b'shol m'chazi nezak b'ayl my. Why should he have to pay anything? Le malay tur shili, ari lo shili. He could say, I didn't. <laughs> I wanted to borrow a bull, not a lion. You gave me a lion. that's not what I asked for. Why should be responsible at all? So Akhma is giving He already saw that it was a dangerous animal. The only thing he didn't realize is that it's already been established as a mud. But he saw this guy this animal was bucking and knocking and a very powerful animal, whatever. why can't he say, Tam Shili shili? I only want borrowing a tam, not a mud. Let's say it was a tam surely you would have to pay half damages so you pay half damages as you would have otherwise yeah what do you mean if it's a tam, i don't pay it it comes out of the animal itself either way even if it does if you lost the the bull or the bull that was taken by the nizak you would have to give me a new one. So, therefore, you still got to pay i 've been able to argue in time have a modina Mr if it 's a time, I would have been admitting that um, i uh, <clears throat> that, it, that that it damaged and it's a being that it 's a penalty i it would free me from the need to pay well feeling under the this moment, even if you say it was it 's not a, a penalty it's it 's a regular obligated. That you can't just admit your way out of it. Namely, you could say, Tamho, have a merikna lakma Since it could only come from the animal itself, I would have hid the animal. Elach meiskinen. We're talking about of here. Could go me actum idina They already grabbed the animal. Yachibaylam na on my misham. Why do the why do the pylon pay? Chatsin esek. Namely, a tafse tei l'turay other you allowed the best to take it and now I have to pay I wouldn't have had to pay if I, if I would have had the animal and you let him grab it let's say I would have returned it to you they would have taken it from you had you returned it to me I would have hit it and they wouldn't be able to find it and it only comes from the animal itself the answer is, <laughs> It's a muad. You would anyway have to pad of your pocket. So uh, it doesn't matter. You, you, owe me the you, would, you would owe the money regardless if the animal's missing. So the says, But that's good if he has money. Let's say the, the owner of the animal has no property, no cash, no money, has no assets. Michael, what are you going to say then? If this is all your assets, is that animal? So then you couldn't, uh, you wouldn't have had to pay. The answer is <laughs> Just like I owe you, I also owe him. Uh, because the rule of Rambanson applies. minay not just like. How do you know that when one person uh, has a lien, uh, is owed money by to his friend? Uh, from his friend, um, hmm. and the friend owes the friend. How do you know you take from the original or the primary de- uh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> debtor to pay the primary credit, the ultimate creditor? You give it to the one who it's ultimately deserving of. So the same thing over here. And that's why he he pays half and the owner pays half if it became a mud in the house of the borrower there's the other halacha we said we zero, the bion returns it to the owner the bion pay half damages and the shol pays nothing what's going on in the sefer we're saying that he doesn't pay because the change of ownership and the reisha says that it doesn't change It seemingly contradictory, because here it's changing ownership, so to speak, between the the borrower and the um, owner, and uh, it doesn't matter, and the second line seems to say it does make a difference, so you're right, they don't fit together, that's Rabbi Yochanan's thing, just like the resha, the changing of hands doesn't change, Oh, man. Um, I'm teaching. It's better? Maybe it was just the, the wire was loose. Okay. <clears throat> uh, could be I was pulling on the wire, maybe. All right. Anyway, so the question is... Um, Oh, so, so Rabbi says, no, no, no. Just like in the ratio, we see that it doesn't matter if it, if it changes hands, it's still the same responsible. Now, the same thing in the Seifa. But you want to know what's understanding of the Seifa? The Seifa, you don't have the ability to make my animal into a mud. And therefore, even though it changes hands, or so to speak, he's responsible, but um, the original owner can argue, look, I, you don't have the right, so to speak, to make my animal into a mold. Um That's one. Um, um, no, the other way around. The sefer, the rishus changes, uh, and he's not, the, new, the original owner is not responsible. It's back to being a town. The idea in the ratio is, is that wherever it is, if it's a moat already by the by the original owner, it remains a moat because it's still considered the owner uh, the the animal of the original owner. So it doesn't really it's not the the hand changing between the original owner and the borrower is not a real hand changing because the animal maintains. Identity as such, but the other way around to become a mud by the um, by the by the new owner um, by, by the borrower, that doesn't affect the original. Uh, that re- will reverse back when it goes back to the hands of the of the true owner. Okay, next part of the mishnah is Shart Dadin the the bull that was that was raised to attack, uh, Enoch Nisa does not get death penalty. So he, by the way, the Sharlah says this, Is it fit to be brought on the altar? Rav Amar Kosher. Ushmol Amar Apostle Ushmol says it's not. Rav Amar Kosher, why Onusu? Because it's not his fault. He was uh, trained to be a wild animal. Ushmol Amar Apostle, why Harei nevad Boa After all, a sin was done with it. So Mesve, the question is like this. It says, An animal that was used sodomy, uh, meaning it was in bestiality, either on the active side or on the passive side. Um, it's not kosher for a corp. What does that mean? If it was worshipped also. and One that was set aside for idolatry. To exclude also a goring animal. They're all not kosher for karbonus. Now, Amraf, Shimon, Im rovea, lo nogech. Why would you have to say both? Im nemar nogech, lo rovea. The answer is Mabnev After all, um, in bestiality, there's something that, that goring does not have. And benogech, and There's something in goring that sodomy doesn't have. Rovea, asabaon is keratzon. By rovea, even if the animal was an unwilling party, he's responsible even if it's supposed, or regardless, or meaning he gets killed, either way. Um, and it's only if he was uh, willful in the goring. So has something that it pays Kofor. but not Rovea. That's why we need both. Now, what are we talking about? What does that mean? And what sense? Which Are we talking about a carbon? We're saying that um, uh, a goring animal, or that uh, if he was ones because he was trained to be a wild animal, he was, he was a stadium uh, uh, bull. So, um, so it's basically it it's it's not treated as if it was willful, and therefore it's fit for a carbon. So the commerce says lo it means it doesn't get killed. And it makes sense that it shouldn't get killed. The that that's what we're talking about getting death penalty. The onus onus for It doesn't mention anything about either onus or ratzon, when talking about a growing animal. So, what do you mean? It's not, this is not like that. Who says that Rotzon is even a thing at all? It doesn't mention it whatsoever in the text. Allah will tell, obviously, we're talking about for being killed, and it does not get killed. Anyway, that's the story. I think this is actually a good stopping point. We'll stop over here at the two dots and have a phenomenal rest of your day.